Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven day a week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 150 of our trek and yesterday we discovered the two steps needed to overcome procrastination. Today we will learn the eight attributes of a healthy relationship. And if you miss any of the days of our Wisdom Trek, please go to wisdom-trek.com and listen to them or read the daily journal. We are recording our podcast from the studios of the Big House in Marietta, Ohio today. This episode is scheduled to air on Wednesday in the middle of a very busy week. As I am writing this journal, we are heading north to Marietta, and I'm so thankful that Paula is willing and able to drive on our many trips so that I can maximize my time and continue to bring value to my fellow trekkers. The leaves on the trees are changing colors, and it is a beautiful evening drive. The majesty of God's creation is joy to observe. We do have a long trail ahead of us today, so strap on your hiking boots tight because we are going to have to move quickly to finish the trail on time as we learn from each other on our trail of relationships. As we hike this trail, we need to keep alert and use the power of observations to locate the eight signs that will teach us to create and maintain healthy relationships with everyone that we meet on our trek of life. And this is titled, The Eight Signs of Healthy Relationships. Nothing can bring more joy in a life than a beautiful, fulfilling relationship. The depth of meaning, understanding, and appreciation that these kinds of relationships bring is uh, almost unfathomable. And of course, as many people find out, nothing can bring so much pain as a broken relationship with somebody that is dear to you. Yes, relationships make the world go around, for better or for worse. But the exciting thing is that we can do much to increase our chances of having a terrific relationship. Relationships that are fulfilling and exciting, rich with meaning, joy and love. These are the basics that govern most human relationships, and these basics are what I want to cover today. So here's my list of the eight signs that I believe comprise the basics of a healthy relationship. The first and the most important is love. Now this all depends on what your definition of love is. Most people think that love is a feeling, but I would strongly debate that point. Actually, the concept of like is really about feelings. When you say you like someone, you are talking about how you feel. But when you say you love someone, you are not necessarily talking about how you feel about them. Love is much deeper than a feeling. Love is a commitment that we make to people to always treat that person right and honorably. Yes, for those we become especially close to, we will have the feelings of love, but I believe it is time for us to re-examine what we mean by love. We must expand our definition of what love means by including the commitment aspect of love. For healthy relationships, we must love everyone. We may not like them based on how we feel about them, but we should love them based on the definition of love, which in turn determines how we should act toward them. That is, treat them right and honorably. This is the basis of all healthy relationships. I believe the best description of what love really is can be found in the first letter from the Apostle Paul that he wrote to the church in Corinth, chapter 13, verses 4 through 7, and he put it this way. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable. It keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustices, but rejoices whenever truth wins out. Love never gives up. Love never loses faith. It is always hopeful, and it endures through every circumstance. The number two aspect is a serving heart. My mentor Zig Ziglar frequently said, You can have everything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want out of life. The concept he is talking about is having a heart and life that is focused on serving other people. Philippians chapter 2 verses 3 through 5 supports this also. And it says, Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble, thinking of others as better than yourselves. Don't look out only for your own interests, but take an interest in others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. This is also fundamental to a healthy relationship. 
The third aspect is honest communications. In any good relationship, you will find open and honest communications. Communication is so important because it is the vehicle that allows us to verbalize what we feel inside, and it enables us to connect to it with another person. Isn't communication amazing? One person is feeling one thing, and through communication, another person can find out and feel it too. It's amazing, and it is vital goal to any good relationship to communicate, to tell each other what you're thinking and what you're feeling. It enables us to make the connection. Sometimes we are the one speaking, and sometimes we are the one listening. Either way, the sexual tenant is communicating for the sake of building the relationship and making it stronger. And here is what is really exciting. If we just communicate, we can get by. If we communicate skillfully, we can work miracles. The fourth aspect is friendliness. Put simply, relationships just work better if we are friendly with each other. Being friendly can cushion the bumpy ride we sometimes experience in our relationships. Cheerfulness goes a long way toward building lasting relationships. I mean, nobody wants to go around a grump, do they? The fact is, the friendlier that you are, the more you are going to have people who want to pursue long-lasting, mutually beneficial relationships with you. So cheer up. Put on a smile. Have kind words to say to others. Treat people with a great deal of friendliness, and you will see your relationships improve. The fifth aspect of creating and building great relationships is patience. People are people, and we have an awful lot of time for practice in the area of patience. People are not perfect and will constantly fail us. And conversely, we will fail other people. So while you're trying to have more patience with others, we need their patience as well also. So often, I think relationships break down because people give up and lose patience. And I'm talking about all kinds of friendships, marriage, business relationships, and others. Recent research shows that those marriages that go through major turmoil and then make it through are very often strong after doing so because patience wins out. Those who give up on their relationships too early or because the other person isn't perfect often forget that the next friend, their next spouse or business partner will not be perfect either. So we would do well to cultivate the skill and learn to have more patience with each other. The sixth aspect is loyalty. Loyalty is commitment to another person. Sadly, loyalty is often a missing element in many relationships today. We have forgotten what it means to be loyal. Our consumer mentality is affected to this by some degree. People are no longer loyal to a product, and unfortunately many companies are no longer loyal to their clients or patrons or even their employees. Regrettably, this has spilled over into all of our relationships. It's one thing to switch brands of dishwashing detergent, it is another thing altogether to switch friends. Sometimes we need just to commit to being loyal and let the relationships move forward. We need a higher level of stick to the kind of loyalty that will take relationships to a much deeper level. What a powerful and secure feeling of knowing that you have a relationship with someone who is loyal to you and you to them, that neither of you is going anywhere even though things get rough. Well, that can be very powerful if you stick with it. The seventh aspect is a common purpose. One of the basics of a healthy relationship is to have a common purpose, and oftentimes this is the component that is initially overlooked, but for the long-term, long-lasting relationships, it is vital. Think about the many friends that you have through the years while working on a common purpose. Maybe it is somebody you met while participating in sports, while working on a political campaign, attending church, at your office, or anything else that brought you together to work on a common purpose. You had a strong common bond for that purpose that brought you together and held you together. Working together, building together, failing and succeeding together, all the while pursuing a common purpose is what relationships are really made of. Find people with whom you have a common purpose and sow the seeds of a great relationship and then reap the long-lasting benefits. And the eighth aspect is to have fun. 
all good relationships have some element of fun. Now, it doesn't necessarily mean loud or wild fun, though that is appropriate for some relationships, but even in a business relationship, there should be some fun. It should be fun to do business with those you are going to have a long-term business relationship with. Fun brings enjoyment to the relationship, and that is very important. And I think oftentimes this key element can easily be forgotten or neglected in our family and spousal relationships. The fun things that we did initially in a new relationship after a while are taken for granted or simply fall by the wayside and we stop creating fun and joy. So remember to consciously craft fun situations and moments for these are the glue that hold the memories together and makes our life sweet. There are so many ingredients to maintaining and making great long-lasting relationships. Each of the eight components that we discussed brings unique dynamics and rewards within our relationships. Let's begin to focus on improving relationships in these areas and see the miracles that will really occur. So on our trek today, we learned and applied the eight signs of a healthy relationship. These are valuable beyond measure. I would encourage you to invite others to join us on our trek each day and then come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy. And tomorrow we will explore the seven lessons of a successful life. And then I'll finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, or YouTube so that episodes will be downloaded to you automatically each day. And please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person and invite them to come along with us on our Wisdom Trek each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. And thank you for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. And as we trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.